Good morning, I'm Emma. And I'm Lucy. And before we get cracking, we thought we'd just give you a little explanation as to what this is. Um, So this is the podcast taken from our daily live stream Instagram show. In which people comment along in the chat. So if you hear us talking to anyone or about anyone, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, they're not all just in the living room. (laughs) So grab a coffee. Draw on a moustache. And enjoy. Birthday Pooglet. Birthday Pooglet. Um, so this morning, because it is birthdays, uh, despite the fact that this is coffee mornings with Emma and Lucy, <laughs> oh Christ, it is all right. That's something else to go into the sofa cushion. <laughs> just nearly spilt. Um, we've gone with uh, Bugs Fizz. Bugs Fizz mornings with Emma and Lucy. Cheers. Oh yeah, that, we, that should oh, be yes. the ASMR. That's then. the ASMR today. Oh, yes. lovely. Lovely. Dan says happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank it's you, everybody. Some birthday thoughts. Uh, what is your favourite thing about birthdays? Go. Um, my favourite thing about birthdays is actually other people's birthdays. Uh, what is uh, your favourite birthday abstract concept? Go. Uh, that everyone has one, which is wonderful. We are all equal plane on the societal world of birthdays, whether it be varied in celebration, the day does occur of which you were all born. Very good. Okay, that was good. Quick um, five birthday questions. One more birthday question. Yep. Uh, what is uh, the weirdest birthday present you've ever been gifted? Go. Uh... Like, six things went through your brain then. No, well, I was going to say for a time, I mean, my, my family doesn't really do birthday presents. Sure. Uh, so, unless my friends get me anything, I don't know. Uh, okay, um, uh, weirdest uh, weirdest thing that's ever occurred on or around your birthday go? Uh, I tell you what, uh, playing Judy Garland on the day of my birthday... That's in the West good. End. That's that was, a fancy one. Yeah, that was that was. I'd say that was my best ever birthday. That was, is a very was good playing birthday. Judy Garland on the West End. We're on gonna my birthday. we're gonna beat it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna beat it today. Crafty says happy birthday. Thank you very much, Crafty. It's a whole birthday thing. Oh, we're having prosecco for breakfast. Well, Bucks Fizz. Bucks Fizz for breakfast because you can take the girl out of the nineties, but you can't take the nineties exactly. out of the girl. No, exactly. Uh, And then we're just going to do a little musical number where we just rip each other's skirts off. Oh, like Bucks Fizz? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Baby, baby, gotta speed it up. And then you gotta slow it down. There you go. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah? You ready for that? I mean, it's so... Have you got your little tennis skirt on under that? Uh, No. Oh, okay. Well, that's just going to make the whole thing weird, isn't it? Yeah. We are going to have to be on Nip Watch. Which is a very sort of different version of... Um, it's a different version of Crime Watch. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, well, no, it's the same version of Crime Watch, really. Oh, you're just watching. I don't think you can get you... Do nippy- people still watch Crime Watch? I don't know. <laughs> Are crimes still solved via Crime Watch? Are people still watching the crimes happen, or have we turned a blind eye now? If we just stopped watching the crimes? <laughs> we won't be looking at that. I will not look at the crimes. I will do crime catch-up on Facebook. Are we? <laughs> Go on then, put your birthday moustache on. A birthday moustache! Yes. Right. Oh. Okay. Uh, Dewey said, scared old people probably do. Oh. Go, go, go. 
That is uh, watch crime watch as opposed to put on birthday moustaches, just to clarify for the listening audience. There'll be a very small, what, not, is it Venn diagram? Yes. There'll be a very small crossover area of old people that are scared of crimes and Um, draw on moustaches. People that draw on moustaches. Very small. I'm going to go with my tradition. Oh, let's have a look. Go with my tradition. I like it. It goes very much with your aesthetic today. Yeah. I'm 426 years old today. Oh, I thought you were 634. No, I was born in the 1600s. I'm sorry. I've really messed up here. That's um, all right. All right. Okay. Well, if you're going to dish, then I'm going to dish just for your birthday. So Becky Black, um, I can't talk about it too much. Otherwise, I'm going to cry. But I, there was a knock on the door and uh, there was a cake on the doorstep. And there was Becky Black and Mick she just stood at the end of the driveway. Delivered cake. They delivered cake to me. That's the third time you nearly cried today. Yeah, you can sense it. Can coming, can't yeah, you? Yeah, I can. You need, to, you need to just swallow it down because it's only going to get worse. Right, I'm not going to lie to you. There's quite a lot to get through. Because yeah, let's even though, quiz. Even though you told me that um, I should only keep the quiz to two pages, I might have accidentally written three. That's so, okay. <laughs> I feel so, a bit weird. Like, yes, it's yes. Ace's big day. What, we haven't got a theme tune for Ace's day off. We are, we're literally, the tables have turned. Yeah. The birthday tables have a switcheroonied on you. Well, do you want to do, you want to do the da-da-da-da-da-da-da? And I'll well, do the that's me. It is, oh, yes. Okay. Um, uh, today, then, on the adventures of Mrs. Gosling and Ace's Day Off. That's me! <laughs> That's weird for you! That's weird! Oh, I'm getting emotional! Oh, I know, it's because you've, you've never not done the quiz. I, I didn't have any homework last night. You had no homework, and that must have been really baffling for you. And I, like I had homework. lots of homework, which was very baffling for me. Right, okay. 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 This is so weird for me. My mum says happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Boop gun. Mama Mugun. Oh, I shouldn't. I'll bleep that. Yeah, you bleep. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Quickly before we start, but yeah. I'm a little bit worried because you're very good at on-the-fly humour, and I'm very, I'm much more, like, my jokes are written down, and I yeah. think your job is harder, so now I'm... I'm a little bit nervous that I'm not going to be funny. You will be funny. It's fine. Okay. I'm scared that this isn't going to be funny because I'm not very good at doing the writing down humour. So, so, so basically, if this is sh- shit, you all have to like it anyway because it's Lucy's birthday. And um, if you don't, then that will make her cry. And, and I'm a spoiled be, brat. She'll be sad and it will all be your fault and her birthday will be ruined. Right, okay. Why did it have to be so sunny? Today of all days, your skin gently sizzles in the oh, morning God. light. Oh no. And before you know it, Mrs. G... Ryan and Pierre come pouring into your crypt bearing gifts and balloons. Oh, they're in my crypt! <laughs> your little crypt! Your little in, you live in the basement. <laughs> Thoughtfully, they're all in your customary black. How dreadful, you think. <laughs> um, no time to lie in bed today, Asa. We're off on an adventure! <laughs> Mrs G exclaims. A dull panic immediately fills you as you reach for your iPad. <laughs> Don't be silly, you won't be needing that. Today's your day off. Oh and I hope you're ready to party! Oh my god. <laughs> I could just imagine like this like gorgeous gothic crypt, you know, yeah. the, there's a slight drip, drip, drip sound uh, coming. And then all of a sudden there's and it's everything's black and, yeah. and I'm just there. And your skin is just there. there's a little crack of light that's just sizzling that. Yeah, oh, just just it's <laughs> like burning, but I'm relaxing. And then all of a sudden there's yeah. just the, <laughs> <laughs> like a tornado and I'm like oh for god's sake how dreadful how dreadful yeah um, so yeah so today's your day off I hope you're ready to party um, 
uh, your heart sinks. It's that time again. Happy birthday, Asa. It's time to party through history. Oh my god. Oh my god, Asa won't have her iPad. No, you have to leave it at home, Mrs. G said. I know, this is stressful for you. This okay, I'm sweating. I, this is the only way I thought I could quiz, like, you could feasibly quiz Asa. Mm. Because that's where she gets all her answers normally. But yeah. Mrs. G's been like, no, you won't need that. Pierre's scampered off with your iPad. Oh, God, little bastard. <laughs> You're stressed. Fluffy little bastard, get back here. <laughs> uh, Derry says he's imagining something like when the normal people turn up in the Adams <laughs> yeah. family. That's exactly what this is like. Yeah. That's what's happened. Okay, you breathe and you reach for your small collection of marbles. Because you reckon you might need that later. Okay. <laughs> Before you know it, it feels like you've only just finished your morning coffee as you arrive in 1694. So specific. I know. The party's dead. Has it even started? Mrs. G mumbles about miscalculations of jam and disappears to ask someone in charge. Oh, bloody hell. We haven't even... This is what happens when Mrs. G gets in charge of the sardin jam jar. Exactly. This is what happens when you don't get to bring your iPad with you. She's just miscalculated. She's supposed to have turned up at the middle of the party and it's, it's, it's early. You think, sod it. It's your day off and you're not going after her. No. <laughs> Not Some too. party this is. So you sit and you take your hip flask from your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. Do Can I say what's in the hip flask? <laughs> yes, of course you can. Uh, I would like it to be whiskey. Yes, and the blood of virgins. Yes. Uh, just mixer. as you're about to take a sip, your old friend Admiral Edward Russell, or Eddie as you call him, mm. appears in a flurry of blue and gold. It's the big bash he's organised for his troops and he's so relieved to see you. Oh, for God's sake. I know. I Honestly, I gave him... He never texts me back. No, he never texts you back. He never texts me back. What? <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, hi, lovely to see you again. Oh, you know, you know, being really smooth. Like, oh, we never did go for that drink. We never went for that fucking drink because you never text me back. Exactly. That's <laughs> So here he is. It's the big bash he's organised for his troops. He's relieved to see you because 5,000 people are due to arrive any minute and he's been trying to remember the recipe all day. He's themed the entire night around it. What are the ingredients for that cocktail you used to make him back in your Navy days? Oh, back in Ace's Navy days. Back in the Navy days. Classic, Eddie. He gestures over his shoulder at a fountain. You're going to have to up the proportions slightly. No rest for the wicked. Will you need... Okay. A, 300 gallons of whiskey, 200 gallons of port, 250 pounds of sugar, 500 lemons, and 20 gallons of orange juice, plus six pounds of cinnamon. Yeah. B, 250 gallons of brandy, 125 gallons of uh, Malaga wine... 1,400 pounds of sugar, 2,500 lemons, 20 gallons of lime juice, 5 pounds of nutmeg. Oh my god. 200 gallons of brandy, C, sorry. 200 gallons of brandy, 200 gallons of masala wine, 1,200 uh, pounds of sugar, 1,500 oranges, 20 gallons of lemon juice, and a small amount of milk. D, can't remember, Jaeger bombs for all. <laughs> <laughs> I personally would go with D. Ace is just like, uh, Jaeger? Yeah. <laughs> Jaeger, Jaeger? Well, what is it? Um, doing that thing so where it's... they knock all the shots into the thing. They go... <laughs> yeah. So this is to fill an entire fountain. An entire fountain. Yes. I mean, it's a stab in the dark, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to go so with... Because whis- I feel like they would have brought the wine back from wherever they had been. So sure. they were either in Malaga or Mas- 
Yeah. I'm going to go with Malaga. You're going with Malaga? That is correct. Asa, she might have her iPad, but she's still going strong. She's nailed it. Thank God for that. Because the party centred around the cocktail, which he had named after himself, your pal ID. Also, I like how it's my bloody birthday and he suddenly made it about himself and his sudden bloody... He's just relieved to see you, because what would he he have done without you? Honestly, he could bloody text me back. Exactly. So apparently... The, so the, the, the he literally filled an entire fountain with this cocktail, your cocktail, your famous cocktail, of course, mm, that you mm. used to make for him. I've called it, uh, it's called Pooglet Surprise. Oh, what's the surprise? There's a fish in it. Yes, which would be absolutely possible because there was so much of it, the bartenders sailed around in the cocktail on boats with ladles to uh, pass it out to the, the punters. I just, I, that's what, if I ever get married, that's what I want at my wedding. Yeah, you want a, you want an, uh, you want a, a fountain that people can sail in. Of Holy shit! Yeah. Right. So they had to rotate out every 15 minutes so they wouldn't pass out from the fumes or become <laughs> intoxicated. 5,000 people attended. It took, it took them eight days to finish the cocktail. So people were slaughtered for eight days. Eight days. That's what I call a party. 5,000 of them. And people on boats were like, and apparently at one point they all got so pissed they like jumped on one of the blokes in the boats and nearly drowned him in the water. <laughs> oh my god! But it was fine because they drank it all and everything was all right. Uh, Mrs. G reappears. Sixteen ninety four. I think so. Yeah. That's literally my birthday. Is it? Well, sixteen ninety four. I was born in sixteen ninety four. Four hundred years old. So weird. And four hundred twenty six years old. There you go. Sixteen ninety four. We've gone back to the actual day that Asa was born. Well, there you are. And the Admiral had this big party in your honour, but also for his troops. Okay. So Mrs. G reappears, whisks you back to the jam jar. It's only been a couple of hours, but you're both already hammered. It sounds about right. Obviously. I've been I've been drinking straight out of the boat. Oh, uh, <laughs> we all have. <laughs> we all have. <laughs> Quick, she says, we've got to get changed. We're headed to the black and white ball. Oh, sounds like my kind of thing. Yeah. Because Truman mm. insists on seeing you there. Truman, why can't he bloody come here? I'm hammered. Yeah, you're smashed. It's only been two hours. So excited to see some old friends, including Andy Warhol, of course. Because oh, you know who's going to be there. Oh, old is Andy A-Dog, there? Old A-Dog Warhol. Oh, I gave him his ideas. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> well, exactly. And he's excited to thank you. The canned soup. That'll me. <laughs> He was he was just gonna go for mushy peas, <laughs> and I said no 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 no. I like I like your green giant butter sweet corn. I see you? I see the sweet corn, and I'm thinking let's change it up, Andy. Have you tried this canned soup? It's Have you nice. tried Campbell's? <laughs> Have you tried? I just gave him a thing of Campbell's. Asa was around in the '60s. She had a great time. Uh-huh. She was best mates with, with Edie Sedgwick. Speaking of, mm-hmm. we arrive in 1966. Mm-hmm. However, just as you're about to enter the Plaza Hotel for the second party of the night, Mm. Mrs. G freezes. She's sure you've forgotten something. Surprise, surprise. The invite said you had to bring something else with you or you wouldn't be allowed in. Oh, God. iPadless and half cut, you run back to the jam jar and reach for... A. Gloves and a mask. B. Gloves and a tiara. C a mask and a fan, or D, a collection of your favourite pebbles and jam for your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Just some jam cup. Don't mind me, I'm coming um, through. It's all right, it's all right, don't you worry, I've jammed my nipples. <laughs> I bought it from home. <laughs> <laughs> 
the, it's slightly exfoliant because it's got all the roughage still in it. Oh yes, we left the pips in. <laughs> it's not smooth raspberry jam. Zoe <laughs> uh, says D. Becky says C. Becky says C. So this is Truman Capote's black and white ball, one of the like most famous parties in history. Oh, shit. I'm gonna go with my gut saying mask and fan. That is correct. Asa smashing it. Absolutely smashing it without your iPad. Without base. my iPad, maybe yeah. maybe I use the iPad as a crux. Maybe I use it as a as a yeah. And actually, you've got the instinct there. You don't need it. Yeah, it's just maybe a, it's a crutch that you you no longer require. That's the word. They're not well. The crux, it was the crux of the crutch. It was the elbow. We well, found it in my elbow. We found the crux of the crutch. Yeah. That's what's going on. Oh, it's been a while since someone's been in the crutch of my crutch. <laughs> Um, so yeah Truman Capote's black and white ball was dubbed the party of the century attendees were asked to come attired in black and white plus wear a mask and carry a fan it drew enormous media attention and 540 people attended including Irving Berlin Henry and Shirley Fonda Joan Fontaine Greta Garbo Arthur Miller Frank Sinatra Steve Sondheim Gloria Steinem and of course Andy Warhol and I'm just here like oh god (laughs) Yeah, darling, 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 darling. darling. Yeah, literally. And and obviously Truman insists upon seeing you there because you're such a great help writing Breakfast at Tiffany's. Of course. Well, I wrote. (laughs) The character is actually based on you. It's based on Asa. (laughs) Asa is littered throughout history. She's been around for such a long time that... um, yeah, there's also rumours that that's where Santa Claus came from. Well, you had to coach Audrey in the role, of course. Oh, yeah, I was her acting consultant. <laughs> she catches as wooden as a bloody post, I tell you. <laughs> well, look. Irving Berlin. Irving Berlin. Irving Berlin. Literally, there's no time to hang around. Oh, Mrs. my God. G, she's like, come on, we're off. It's, you're like, you've been there for like an hour, two hours. Well, it's fashionable, isn't it? To oh. show only only show your face at your own party for yeah. like for like five minutes and you're like right we've got we've got to get going pet I've got better things to do than hang out with you Andy Warhol yeah exactly stop trying to put tin foil on my head <laughs> I don't want it I've got a very nice hairstyle oh, stop going trying on. to tin foil my face Andy stop no, trying just to just ask Marilyn I'm, I you don't need me ask really? Marilyn for it come on bloody Frank Sinatra's trying to sing at me I'm like honestly oh, I know you wrote half your romantic songs about me but, but honestly just, now's not the time alright leave it out Frankie Baby. Frankie, Frankie baby boy. <laughs> Frankie little baby boy. You're just like, boy. just touch him down the face. Shh, Frankie. At which point like, he, he crumbles like a crumbly biscuit. <laughs> so it's 1911. 1911. What the fuck is happening? Oh my God. We're Paul, back and forth in the jam jar. I know, I know. Paul, Paul I know, because Mr. G doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She's just like, we're here. We're going here. <laughs> she's made a vague plan. She's not sticking to it. Paul, pour it. Pour it. Paul Poiret calls... Sharon. Sure, Sharon. Paul Sharon calls... I should have Googled that. And wants to see you for for your big day to raise a glass. But you mustn't forget to dress appropriately. Right. Also, he notes, his party partner's driving him nuts, so can you get here early to help out? Thanks. God's sake, why? (laughs) When anyone needs anything doing, do they call... Well, I know why they call Asa. They're always... She does get things done. Right. So you rush to the wardrobe, but obviously you're hammered. You don't have your iPad. Mrs. G already doesn't know her own name. So you you drunkenly put on... Uh, Um, So this party, the title of the party is the Thousand and Second Night Party. The Thousand and Second Night. Yeah. Uh, Immediately I'm thinking bunny costume. Sure. Not a sexy one. No. I'm thinking one that uh, Mrs. G drunkenly made... (laughs) 
from various old flannels that With, she like, had. Prit stick. Yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of sewn glue. together and hot glued this <laughs> old washcloth flannel bunny costume mm. that she occasionally wears, tries to turn up uh, at different eras. Yeah. Just go, to see and goes, shall I wear this? And Ace is like, no. no. Now's not the time for the flannel bunny costume. No, but she drunkenly, Ace has put that on. Yeah. So, well, you both turn up in your bunny co- costumes. That's wrong. Uh, so- <laughs> So you're both immediately told to go and change into his latest line of clothing, which he's filled his wardrobe with. Of course. Harem pants or a lampshade dress? You can choose. Uh, I'm... Harem pants have got pockets yeah. for snacks. Yeah. Lampshade dress sounds cool. Yeah. Lampshade dress. Cool. I mean, you obviously think this is ridiculous because there aren't any in your customary black. There's so, none in my black? No, Sorry. No, wrong, no, it's all very bright and colourful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you come back downstairs, Paul is thrilled, he disappears off into the crowd, a panicked assistant approaches you. Paul says you're the new party planner. Where do we put his wife? What? She's standing there with the wife and she's like, I know the wife needs to go somewhere, but I just don't know where. Where does she go? What? what is she? What? Does she go A, on top of a golden podium astride a golden horse, B, Inside a golden cage, C, at the top of a golden tree, or D, up your golden bum. <laughs> Tell you what, I'd be like, shouldn't she should bloody know where she's bloody going? <laughs> she isn't, she's hammered, she doesn't know where she's going. Oh, God. So in within this incredibly decadent party... His wife is just... Yeah, she's smashed. He wants her put somewhere specifically for the guests to observe. Where, where does she go? Golden podium, golden cage... Golden tree. On top of a golden horse, I hasten to add. Golden cage? That's correct, Asa! You are smashing it! Not up your golden bum. Not up your golden bum. Should that be golden bum? Just because, the reason I say is that I imagine if he's exhibitioning her, he will want her to, he's probably got in his head this whole like artistic vision of being like, she's a beautiful bird in a golden cage. Yes, that's Was she also singing? Uh, she was on a chaise long. Oh, <laughs> to be fair, actually, that sounds like the perfect place to be at a party. Yeah. In a cage where no one can come and just talk to you through the bars yeah. on a chaise long. Yeah. Apparently she just used, was just lying there, just laughing at people as they walked past. That's mocking them. I want to be in the cage with her. I know. Well, thank God you've put her in the right place. Paul is thrilled. He's even more thrilled at your new attire and in a bright pink dress. So he's a French uh, couture designer... And he planned his private party to stage a fashion show for his cutting-edge new garments, the harem pants and the Mm. lampshade dresses, which were considered, obviously, very risque Mm. at the time. Mm. Scandalous. Mm. Um, So the decor was similarly festive, featuring featuring brightly lit trees with parrots singing on their branches. Okay. Pink ibis, multicoloured cushions for his... uh, Multicoloured cushions, and for his part, he wore a fur-bordered caftan and a jewelled turban and greeted his his guests from a green and gold throne. This man is so extra. (laughs) But basically, if you turned up, because the whole thing was themed around... It was sort of Mm. massively, massive cultural appropriation, but he wanted it to be like an Arabian Nights thing, which is a bit much. Um, I did have words. But if you turn up up in the wrong outfit, you were either sent home or instructed to go to his wardrobe and pick out something from his new line of clothing to wear. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
and that was the rules. Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, whenever I get one of those invites through the bloody... Whenever Asa gets one of those invites yeah. through the bloody door, she just looks at it and rolls her eyes and just goes, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, it's... Asa's got contempt for every one of her friends. Yeah. <laughs> and Paul is so happy, so happy there because he hated the party planner. So you do have to... The two of you are going to have to sneak away. Okay. Because... Well, I want to. Yeah. And there's a lot going on. So yeah. off, you, off you snook. You we snooketh. You, you've snooketh. We snooked. And Mrs. G announces that next, you're off to the opening night of the ballet. Oh, the opening night of the ballet. Yes. Le noce. The same to you. I know. Doesn't sound like much of a party to you, but Mrs. G reckons this Parisian premiere is going to be a blast. What year? Uh, this is 1923. 1923. And these people... Oh, I'll come around to that in a minute. Okay. So, uh, George and Sarah are so glad to see you. You arrive uh, on the boat, of course, in the middle of the Seine. Oh my God, I'm hammered you as well. Are... I've been to three parties. three parties. And one of them had people floating around in a giant... I've got my lampshade dress is lopsided. <laughs> it's covered in dirt. Mrs. G, I'm propping her up. <laughs> She's Mrs. G forgot her own name about what? two parties ago. Pierre's on his back. <laughs> Pierre's smash. Ryan's not come with you. Pierre's Pierre's sort of just laying on on <laughs> over my shoulder, just on his back. Like. He's like a little scarf. He's like a little scuddly scarf. And he's got a little lampshade dress on. We don't know where he got that. <laughs> no one made that. Paul made that one specially for. I was going to say, I think Pierre's got a little sewing machine. I think he makes some of his <laughs> he's own clothes. He's just whipped it up. Yeah, I love that. He's like, I want to fit in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just whipped off his own little dress. I, I think that sometimes uh, we'll be on adventures and we notice that Pierre's got like a little sailor's hat on. Mm. And we'll be like, did you put that on him? And it's like, no, did you? No. Where the fuck has he got that little sailor's hat? <laughs> and he's like... He's just there with his tiny singer sewing machine. Yeah. Uh, Becky says she thinks uh, we need to stop for a dirty kebab for sustenance. Yeah, we might have to just nip forward briefly to 20... Let's not no, let's not go for twenty twenty, but we'll nip forward to twenty nineteen. Well, I feel like grab a kebab. Uh, yeah, hop back to nineteen twenty three. I feel like could we whilst we're in nineteen twenty three, we walk past like a boulangerie and we grab a baguette and well, just we're in, shovel it in. We're in France, yeah, we're in Paris. I mean. So yeah, let's do it, man. So <laughs> have a baguette. Yeah. So we smashed back a couple of baguettes. Mm. George and Sarah are so glad to see you. Oh, Mrs. G's already fucked off into the crowd again. <laughs> They're like, oh, for God's sake, you can't hold her down for more than five minutes. They're panicking because the florist is closed. Mm. It's a Sunday, mm. and they don't know what to do for centerpieces. Irish Dave's here. <laughs> Oh, thank God for that. Mum says we should get some ibuprofen while we're buying. Yeah. <laughs> she's always good. She's like, have a glass of water. C'est combien est ibuprofen? Yeah. There you go. How much is the ibuprofen? You've sorted it. Thank you. There we go. I don't know if they had it at the time. It's the 20s, so. Oh, they were definitely smashing back aspirins, weren't they? Because of all the yeah. flappers. They were just... Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, it was just hangover after hangover. If you're always ready, if you're if you're always ready, then you never need to get ready. I feel like that's the motto of the flapper. That is the motto of the flapper, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just stay ready, you don't need to get ready. Exactly. So we smash back a couple of Alka-Seltzers. Mm. We're on the boat. They're panicked because the florist is closed. What the heck are they going to do for centrepieces? You've got to get creative. Oh, God. Do you go for A, piles of toys? Okay. B, piles of sweets? Yes. C, 
piles of building blocks. Uh-huh. Or D, piles of piles. Just <laughs> piles. It's a whole intestinal mess. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Shit, just piles of piles, (laughs) just piles and. Asa, why do you have so many, so many piles of piles? Uh, I don't tell you how to live your life. (laughs) You tell me how to live mine. She's sniffing back and forth. Albie says piles of sweets. (sighs) My mum also says piles of sweets. I'm inclined to say piles of sweets because the French are do like their sweets. They love a sweet treat. They do. And I feel like it would be an exhibition of money. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I'm also thinking about the fact that you saying building blocks is weird. Mm-hmm. That either you just conjured that out of your imagination. It's a Trixie question. Ooh, Trixie. Fuck it, it's my birthday. I'm going with blocks. Oh, you big weirdo. <laughs> Why? No, that's, that, that's, that looks weird, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. What? Sweets, isn't it? No, it was toys. Toys? Yeah, piles of toys. So uh, That's creepy. That's a creepy combination. That's a creepy combination. For the first performance of uh, Stravinsky's ballet Le Nos, George and Sarah Murphy decided to throw a party in the composer's honour. All took place on a large barge on the Seine, and since the forests were closed, Sarah got creative with the centrepieces. She piled toy cars, clowns, and fire engines on each table. (laughs) The guests were taken with the whimsical decorations, especially... Pablo Picasso, who mm. just happened to be there, who rearranged them into mini mountain, uh, mini mountains capped with a, uh, st- oh sorry, capped with a cow on top of a fireman's ladder. Sure, not I feel like Asa. She's Asa's constructed the tower blocks out of building blocks, and then she, the Sarah, yeah, has just come along, changed it all, and yeah. Asa's just like, oh for God's sake, <laughs> and now it's mental. Apparently, Stavinsky uh, ended the night by jumping through a huge laurel wreath like it was a circus hoop. But, but apparently these guys... Like, he jumped the... through a wreath? Yeah, like a circus hoop. I was planning to do that today for my birthday. <laughs> I was going to go, and here's what I've made earlier, and Woo! then leap through it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Somebody else, uh, the filmmaker Jean Cocteau, dressed as a captain and ran around with a lantern telling everyone the barge was sinking. He sounds like a right fucking laugh. <laughs> yeah, but apparently this is like what, um, like the Great, Great Gatsby and stuff was based on. Yeah, I can these see these people and their I can parties. See it. But also, as the captain of the ship, I would be really annoyed at the lad that was running around dressed as an I'm officer. I'm the captain. I'm the captain. Telling everyone that the ship was going to sink. I would be like, would you stop doing that? There's health and safety here. There's, look, we've got. Have you? Uh, are you qualified? No, I didn't think so. Well, can you sit down. Sit, sit your ass down. Sit down, son. Sit. Get. I don't know it. why there's a northern captain in the middle of the same, but I quite like it. French northern. French. Sit, French northern. Sit down. Oh, it's really hard to combine northern and French. Sit down. Oh, <laughs> what was that? That went a bit Scottish. Sit down. Hey, sit, sit down. down. Sit your ass down. No. Talking of sitting down, mm. you both. Smashed at this point. I'm bad, bloody you hammered. You need to sit down. You're back in the jam jar. It's the final part of the night. You're stumbling. Mrs. G is stumbling. Mm. The jam jar's rocking. Mm. And up you turn in 587 BC. Oh my God, 587 BC. Yeah. Fucking hell. Are we even legally allowed to drive the jam jar? Probably not, no. This, this is... This is... Absolutely. God, we're going to get stopped by the time police. I know. (laughs) 
Hello, this is the time police. Out you, out you get. Can you walk in a straight line, madam? Licence and registration. Yeah, can barely fucking crawl at this point. And you've left your iPad at home, so we're screwed. Don't drink and time travel, kids. Do not. We're not condoning that behaviour. We are not condoning drinking and time travelling. So basically, at this point... Mrs. G doesn't really know what the heck's happening. She's like, I heard this would be a good party. I wrote it down on a list once on the back of this receipt. <laughs> on one of the pamphlets that yeah. bloody Asa yeah, makes Ace for, her. for her. Yeah. So, it's Belshazzar's feast. Oh, so a fair feast sounds good, actually. Yeah. You, you, can, you, you need some food. I need some goddamn food in me. But before you can put any food in your mouth, yeah. Belshazzar spots you from across the room and demands you come to the top table. The whole party is the party's in full swing. Everyone's hammered. He's slurring. He mm. insists you're and you and only you will know what he's talking about. He's so glad that you're oh, here. Oh, when you when you're drunk and you're like, no, I need I need, I need Emma because she's the only one that knows about the momblets. She'll she'll understand. She knows Go the momblets. Find Emma and tell about the momblets. The what? The momblets. She'll know. You don't. You don't no, just slapping them in yeah, the face. Yeah, you don't understand. You, sh- <laughs> you don't know about the mumblets. Yeah. You weren't there. Yeah. So that's what's happened, basically. He's chatting about mumblets. Mm. In his slurred speech, does he ask for... Mm. A, gold and silver jewellery from the emperors of Egypt for his guests to wear. B, the golden Ark of the Covenant for his guests to admire. Mm-hmm. C, Gold and silver sacred cups for his guests to drink from. Mm. Or D, Goldie Looking Chain, the Welsh comedy hip hop group. Which one is good? Okay, well, Ark of the Covenant is a Christian thing and Jesus wasn't born yet. That's true. So it's not going to be the Ark of the Covenant. I'm going to say the Egypt one. That is. Sadly incorrect. You put, oh, him, you put him the wrong thing. Oh, but he's it's hammered. fine. He's pissed. He sends somebody else to get what he wanted. Oh no! Have I pissed Cleo off? Uh, n- n- no. I mean, these guys were literally. This bloke was just robbing and looting shit. Like, I know, but I've center. I've just gone to Cleo. But and Cleo's just... long dead at this point. I've gone so to her ancestors. You've I've... you've rocked up at her tomb and just robbed a bunch of jewelry. Sorry, sorry, Cleo. But it's okay. The sacred cups arrive. Okay, all right, all right. Unfortunately, they are the ones that he looted from Jerusalem. Ah. Yes, so you're immediately uncomfortable. Suddenly, huh, the clouds part. What? The hand of God arrives to break up the party. So you use your... Small marbles. Collection. (laughs) (laughs) To how... I mean, how are the small marbles helpful? (laughs) So you can get the heck out of there. Oh, am I trying to get out of there? Yeah, because oh, we're oh, going to get uh, smited. We're okay, get smoked. We don't want Those to be smoked. Those cups that we've just that we've. Just... I didn't have anything to do with them. I <laughs> no. wanted to steal Egypt stuff. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't. But have God's anything not happy to... that he needs to break up the party. So, so how, how do you employ the small marble collection? Right. Okay. <laughs> so Mrs. G's pissed. Mrs. G's pissed. So what I need to do is I need because everyone's going to be running to the same exit. So yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm going to swoosh. Oh, you're going to throw the marbles? Throw the marbles on the floor so I can trip those fuckers up (gasps) and then we can make it... And climb over them. Pop, skip and use them as a carpet. As a sort of a carpet and leg it out of there. Leg it out of there. Genius. Some say that's selfish and... (laughs) <laughs> and not very nice look they did need to be they did need to be um, but if you've been stealing things so he was the, he was ruling 
Babylon, threw a great big party for a thousand of his closest friends, demanded the ceremonial gold and silver goblets from the Temple of Jerusalem just for them to all drink beer out of in this big sort of sacrilegious statement. I knew I fucking hated him. Yeah. Story goes that the hand of God promptly arrived to kill the party and smite Belshazzar, who lost his kingdom and his life later that night. That's quite a party, people. Yeah, so you're, you're glad you're out of there. Also, can we just go back to... A thousand of his closest friends. I know. I don't know a thousand people. I don't think I've even got a thousand people on Facebook. I... I how can you even like that many people? <laughs> I, like, I don't... I like about 12... No, I'm joking. I like all of my friends. Otherwise, I wouldn't be friends with them. But uh, a thousand people a thousand to be friends. Of your closest friends. His closest pals that he's just arrived. I mean... They're not your friends. We're lucky though. That's why we fell out because 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 he's just like everyone's my friend. Yeah, and he was like, oh, all my close friends, Steve, Harry, Boblet, Boblet, Poogle, Poogle, and and I was like, stopping you right there, Balthazar. Yeah, <laughs> right. They're just using you for your money and your gold and that you will and your gold on. cups and your gold cups. Yeah, they're not your friends. People like me will tell you the truth. Exactly. But but does he listen? Does he? No. Yeah. And then we had then we had a Barney, a big Barney, we had Barney. So you're smashed. And you're smashing around. We're <laughs> just smashing around in your jam jar, just like bashing up against the walls. It's time to go home. Yes, it like, is. Like God has literally ended the party. It's time to go home. Yeah. Felt a lot less like a night off than you'd hoped, but it's not all as dreadful as maybe you'd like people to think. Mm. Incidentally. Oh, and incidentally. Yeah, incidentally. Okay, 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 okay. I'm really scared to do this. Okay. okay. Incidentally. You finally get home to your crypt. The room is spinning. You stare up at the ceiling. That's spinning too. You think you're dreaming when suddenly, from nowhere, the room is filled with women. They're naked, pissed, and have and waving twigs around wildly. Is that Elizabeth? More to the point, is that Winnie? Is Irish Dave here? You roll your eyes to the heavens. Four different naked versions of you roll their eyes too. Fuck's sake, Mrs. G. The party clearly isn't over. You roll out of your crypt and pick up your iPad. There are worse ways to spend eternity. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell's happened to Asia? Why are there naked women in there? <laughs> oh my god, the wedding! It's my it's my bachelorette party! It's your bachelorette! <laughs> So it all got out of hand. It's all clearly got out of hand. At the bachelorette party. Yeah, they've just started collecting versions of you from history. Because they've all thrown their clothes away. They've gone and picked up Winston. Winston's there. Irish Dave's there. Oh. My mum's there. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's naked. Yes. In my crypt. Because it's quite cold down there. Well, exactly. That's why they're telling you we need to get out of there quickly. Oh, cryptly. Yeah. (laughs) Get in the bin. Get in the sodding bin. Yeah. There you go. Oh! So you've still got another party to attend, babes. It wasn't the last party of the night. Oh my god! Yeah, you and four other versions of you are, are off to uh, deal with Mrs. G's. Oh my god! Hen night. <laughs> I feel um, four versions of Acer. Yeah, just all like. <sighs> they. I don't even think they get on. No, <laughs> I don't even think they like each they other. Don't. Four verses of them are like, fuck fuck's sake, here we are. Yeah. There you are. Oh. That was your birthday quiz! <laughs> birthday quiz. Birthday quiz. Yes! Oh, you wow. did so well. Thank you. I got As I got more cut, 
Um, as you, yeah, as you got p- more pissed, some of the answers went a bit skew. Yeah. But that's okay. You started strong. She started strong. Oh, my God. And you have been to some pretty major parties this evening. Yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, I need to text Andy Warhol back. You do need to text Andy back because he didn't get to see you at the black and white ball. He's very upset. I think Asa does actually like Andy Warhol. Oh, yeah. No, I can imagine the two of you getting along. He does try and put tinfoil on her. But I think she stayed around in the 60s just to be in the factory with him for a bit. <laughs> sure, sure. I think, actually, she was like, just she, she kept finding reasons to be... Just hang out. Just hang out with Andy. I feel oh. like he's a he's an artist depressed as well. They just sit opposite ends of the sofa and don't talk, <laughs> and that's why she likes him. Don't talk to each other. They just lie around in the factory <laughs> together. Yeah. So I mean, a lot has happened. A lot, and has you know, happened. it's a good party when God has to break it up. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he because Asa is a demon at the end of the day. Yeah. Because she's an undead vampire demon. Sure. Like she. God ain't a big fan of her anyway. No, no. She's like, go get out of here quick. I've pissed him off more than once. Yeah. You've got a skadoodle. I mean, she, she gets on all right with God. Yeah? I think so. I don't know. Rob's pals. We'll have to see if that ever gets well, written into it. If your friends don't stop messing up, like fucking up in a pretty major I'm way. I'm not friends with Balthazar. No, but he does like you though. He's He is that friend on a night out that's, <laughs> that's always, that's like, I don't I love you. I love you. You know what? We should hang out more. I've loved you for so many years. We've known each other for two days. Yeah. That's so many years. I just feel like me and you were like, yeah, you know? Just, just. That was some great podcast content. <laughs> I just did. You just, uh, we get each other, you know? Do you know? Shh. Do you have hey. a cigarette? Maybe a cigarette. Cigarette. We are the best <laughs> friends. We're the best. Ah. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. I'm That's so. Right. How is it doing the quiz? How did really you find it? Really weird. I didn't enjoy it. Really? No. Can we go back to normal format? I found it very stressful. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. It feels more performative. I find it very. Fun. Really? I feel, like, I feel like more like I'm having. To, I'm doing a thing. <laughs> oh, I think you did so well. Whereas normally I'm just pissing about. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't make it good for Razor. I couldn't make it good. Oh no, you did make it really good. Thank <laughs> you for my. I have four birthday parties today, and it's not even twelve. You've had four birthday parties today. Yeah, five. Five. Yeah. Yeah, and now you've got to go back on the Hindu that you've already been on. Uh, at the moment, f- five times. Oh my god! Because there's just so many versions of you. Like basically, Mrs. G's just got absolutely smashed, and she's like, Wah! "Let's go and find Asa." Where was Ryan in this point? Oh, Ryan's got to do the accounts. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to pay for all of these parties. Becky Black says one Asa falls asleep with her head on the gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is exactly where that is. There's another racer. This is one that's fallen asleep. There's another racer that is just walking around with a lighter. She's not smoking. She's just walking around the smoking area lighting people's cigarette goes. There you go. I'm helping. Yeah. I'm helping. You're making friends. There's another racer that's just stood by the cloakroom. There's definitely an racer that's holding back Mrs. Gosling's hair as she violently vomits. Oh, Yeah. Oh, God. There's probably two aces doing that. Oh, and there's another one, like, chasing... Because I wouldn't surprise me if Mrs. Gosling's decided to just pick up an old version of herself as well. Yeah. So there's one Mrs. Gosling vomiting into the toilet, and then there's another one just... You know that friend that just fucking runs away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're all a night out, and you're like, Ah, is it? Hang on, where's... Oh, fuck. Where's... And you can just see them disappearing off up Yeah, the and road. it's like, I've got a shoe. Oh, what yeah. the hell is she doing? <laughs> She's just sprinting away. Like a, like a sort of... 
an angry cat <laughs> or like a little like a little limp I don't, I don't know like a Bambi Bambi on ice oh. scoots Bambi on ice she scoots in a very very high one heel yeah just just off to get pizza screaming about pizza yeah there isn't any pizza here where are you running to please come back. I've got pizza no you don't but you don't have pizza you're just talking about it <laughs> French exit is uh, yeah the French exit says. right okay Prickshin Corner. I think we should draw Draw a little design yes. for a theme, for the weirdest theme you could ever think of. A little design of a, of a themed party. Yeah, of the weirdest theme. Like the centrepiece right. for the weirdest theme you can think of. The centrepiece yeah. for the weirdest theme you can think of. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Are you steady? Yep. Are you... Go! done a centrepiece that is a fountain and you can see various rodents and crows have been duct taped to the side (laughs) of it um so i think that would be the weirdest thing for a party is just taxidermy no bad taxidermy uh roadkill (laughs) is the theme even taxidermy roadkill no just roadkill so various forms of roadkill (laughs) Uh, duct tape onto a quite nice fountain actually yeah um, that's spraying out port and penicillin port and penicillin <laughs> because, what a combination because you'll need a tetanus shot you will after. And, then, and then on the part. way out you get a tetanus shot that I mean that's horrendous I don't want to go to that party I quite would want to go what to do that you party have to, is, does everybody have to go dressed as like Lady Gaga like in the meat dress no no no, no. everyone has to go dressed as David Dimbleby. <laughs> so specific. You're not allowed to not be dressed as David Dimbleby. <laughs> so specific. Yes. Um, Emily says that her centrepiece was also rodent worship based. Really? <laughs> and Darren wants to know if all of the food is roadkill. Uh, no, uh, there's actually no food there. No, it's just no no food provided. No food provided. It's bring your own. I'm sure. <laughs> People with various forms of Tupperware. Just there's a Tupperware washing station. Oh, it's a Tupperware party. No, God no. Oh. You're not allowed to swap. You must leave with the same Tupperware that you arrived with. Right. Okay. If just... I find that anyone's been swapping t- Tupperware, <laughs> you're getting kicked out straight away. Take your David Dimble bib and bog off. Bog. <laughs> so um, my centerpiece, as you can clearly see, is actually just Mrs. Gosling themed. Oh, it's what she has for her own birthday party because she's. Such a fucking self-centered bitch. <laughs> so, so um, what she's done for her birthday um, is she's made jam centerpieces, as you can see the two jam jars there. And then in the middle of every table, she's got a bunch of Pierre's friends um, to pose like Renaissance paintings. Oh, as you can see, that is Pierre uh, being the Venus de Milo. Of course, he'd want to be that one. And no, I reckon no, not the Venus de Milo. No, no, he's that is the birth of Venus. The birth of Venus, yeah, because yes. he's doing that. Yeah. I reckon he's whipped himself up some. Oh, he's whipped himself up a little costume. Pierre he's... is absolutely here for this. He's made himself a little wig as well, which I quite like. Yeah, he's made himself <laughs> a little wig. There he is. Look, um, and then in the background, um, obviously she's just because because you know everything is money, fanny, and fire. Mm. Um, there's just sort of a floral arrangement of like pound notes, uh, and then there's just a small 
fire in the middle, which is obviously um, quite dangerous when you have got... A small rodent. Yeah, when you've got squirrels posing nude. Uh, But uh, I... (laughs) Yeah, uh, and that's the party, and everyone has to come dressed as uh, either money, fanny, or fire. Yeah. uh, Or just wearing jam. It's a very sticky affair. Oh, yeah. All of the meals are jam-based. And no one's allowed to open any windows for fear of bees. Yeah, for fear of bees. Yeah. Basically, that's... That's my party. I I would I would actually quite like to go to Mrs. Bustling party. Like, imagine just a bunch of just naked people running around with jam spread all over them. Yeah. <laughs> there would be a special jam station. There would be a jam station just just in case you like I don't know you need to send someone a text or something if you're covered in jam that's quite difficult mm. so you hand your phone over and you dictate. I feel like that party we'd have to collect some we'd have to go through time and history and collect some versions of Acer. Yes, just to, and to be fair, that is exactly the sort of thing that Mrs. Gosling would do. Yeah, she'd be like, "I need you all here. I need at least six of you, mm. just to deal with the aftermath of this bullshit." And then Ace has to go back in time and think of like all the times that she wasn't really doing anything. Yeah, and then exactly. Has to hop back and go, "Look, I know we don't get on. Okay, <laughs> but are you past free? me? Are you are you free? But if I give you like fifty quid." Yeah, look, I'll just I'll bring you bring you a check. Mm. Come on, and compound interest over history and time. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ace is quite rich, actually. Oh yeah, Ace is absolutely loaded. She's got so much space in that crypt, crypt to just sort of store notes, yeah, and shiny coins and stuff that she yeah. finds. Some quite old stamps. Some would argue, why the hell is she? Oh, I, she just she. I mean, as 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 she said at the end of that one, it's not a bad way to spend eternity. Yeah, I suppose she got to spend eternity somewhere. And also, you did free her from. from yeah, she's sort of weirdly beholden to Mrs. Yeah, J. but like a genie in a lamp. Sort I think of a she thing. sort of probably quietly quite likes Mrs. G. Yeah, looking after her. I think she. Yeah, it gives her a purpose. Yes, because there's a lot to look after. Yes. What did we? What did we say? I was the other day a chaotic empath. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mrs. G, uh, and Ace is kind of here for that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Name your moustache. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Birthday moustache. Um, and I'm going to name mine the hand of God. The hand of God. Yes. Breaks the party up again. <laughs> the hand of God ruins the party once again. <laughs> That's what it's called. Right, come on then, let's do some birthday folds. Birthday folds! First birthday fold is, of course, wash your hands, particularly if you are going to a jam-based party. Just give them a scrub, because you're going to be a sticky. Uh, second birthday fold, um, why can't I remember? Oh yeah, just follow the given advice, whatever that may be, whether it's go to a party or don't go to a party. You do that, sunshine. Uh, Difficult third fold, yes. we are available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts yes. and Stitcher or wherever yes. you get your podcasts. And then the fourth fold is, of course, please like and subscribe and tell your friends. And uh, if you don't want to tell your friends because you hate us and we hate every single thing that we do, um, then tell your enemies because they want to hang out with Lucy on her birthday even if you don't. Um, and then, of course, the, the fifth and final fold, and this is very important, Cats and Kittens. This is all that Asa was able to muster upon viewing four different versions of herself mm. and an entire hammered group of naked people running around with twigs. Mm. <laughs> sort of spanking each other. <laughs> yeah. Irish Dave was there, he knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So up they turned. And what did you say, Asa? I went. This. 
Birthday! Oh.